Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I don't know if we've ever done this before, Michael. I don't know if we've ever done this before. Let's start the show with the breaking news donkey. Breaking news donkey to start the program. We've never done that before. Breaking news. The hobo camp behind the radio station has exploded in flame. Yeah. Yeah. The West Coast bum explosion. I haven't heard that theme for a while. Bum fire. Bum fire. Yeah. So there's a homeless. Ca- well, see, we're, we broadcast from California. So there's a there's a bum camp everywhere but the one next to us as opposed to any of the other many thousand the bum camp next to us exploded in fire this morning alex comes in just a few minutes ago and said hey there's a giant fire outside the radio station and lo and behold there was now in the uh short amount of time since then till now a fire truck did arrive and uh, start spraying water on it but it was a pretty good sized fire there for a while. Uh, Hanson, our executive producer, went out there. We were going to have live coverage from the fire, but it was a pretty good sized fire. Actually, I wanted to have the fire going while we we're on the air, so I suggested stoking it, like taking. I got all these old newspapers, <laughs> taking them out there, throwing them on the fire to keep it going, so we'd have live coverage. But that's controversial. That's probably irresponsible. Yeah, but you know what else is irresponsible? Like crazy. It was spreading like uh, I just can't think of a metaphor. It's funny you would say that, that that would be uh, irresponsible for me to, you know, throw newspapers on that fire to stoke it. You know what's also (laughs) irresponsible? 
having thousands and thousands of people just living willy-nilly in tents full of drugs and campfires and stolen goods right next to your car as you walk into work. That's pretty irresponsible, too. I remember the uh, local fire authorities said at the end of last year, what was they put out something like 195 bum fires, several of which spread and, and caused serious property damage and threatened lives. And yet we allow these junkie camps to exist because, um, uh, uh, I don't know, because of one stupid court ruling. Yeah, this is, they're expecting the worst fire season in the western half of the United States in history this year. And we're at the very beginning of it. And we just saw our first fire and, uh, bums still just hang around and, uh, you know, smoke and have campfires to barbecue weenies with their stolen grill and uh, do their thing. And, uh, everybody's going to just let them, I guess, which yeah. is, which is insane. We now turn to our man on the scene, executive producer Mike Hansen, reporting live from the site of the bum fire. Hansen, are you there? Can you hear us? I am. I, I can hear you, gentlemen. I'm reporting <laughs> from the smoke-filled back 40 of the Radio Ranch. So wait a minute. Before I uh, tell you anything, did you say stoking the fire is a bad idea? Because I start stoking, and then you seem to reverse course. So should I cut? Like, stop doing Ooh, that? Ooh, Hey, so the, the <laughs> question oh, oh, would be... Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I don't park on that side of the building. You know more about that particular bum camp uh, than I do. So there's 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 hobos that live in the bushes there? Yes, there is a hobo. Uh, not a gentle hobo. He seems to ha- have a number of friends, none of which are, are visible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, mm. he's out here with some frequency. I just looked at his tent. It's still over there. It's about, uh, I don't know, 50 yards from his tent, the fire. Uh, another hobo showed up. Uh, hoping to, to, I don't know, do his, his, be a good citizen. He was trying to find a fire extinguisher in his trunk uh, until I waved him off. Then the fire department showed up and quickly extinguished the fire. It is yeah. still smoking over here, though. So the guy with the car is a street person, but he has a car? I, I don't know who that guy is. Uh, okay. Yeah, he, he's just seen some, some uh, local homeless dude. and uh, he Yeah, he had the look of the... Uh... He put out the blaze, yeah. The night of the open road. Well, yeah. that that fire was way too big to put out with a fire extinguisher. I'm glad you uh, talked him out of it, because that was going to be a waste of time. Yeah, well, the fire yeah, authorities showed up uh, smartly and took care of it. I salute them. Yeah. And that, I would guess, is not the sort of thing that even makes the news, that yet another uh, hobo camp uh, caught on fire. Yeah. Well, yeah, why, why would it? So common. Yeah, they made quick yeah. work of it. Our local fire department. Yeah, congratulations what? to you. Nice job, everybody. Yeah, this could be your Pulitzer, Hanson. Well, well played. <laughs> uh, Hanson said that uh, the guy has some friends who are invisible. I think I know what he's talking about. Uh, and it uh, harkens back to a term we learned yesterday at the end of the show. Uh, whoever tells us what we're allowed to say or not, the progressive language authority has decided that the term hallucination is too demeaning or, or insulting or something like that. So they've asked us to begin using the term non-consensus reality. That's for so real. This guy too. has some non-consensus reality friends, apparently. That's not a joke. You're, yeah. That That's is not a joke. Yeah. Hey, Hanson, maybe after they're done, you can go over and check it out and see what, uh, what it looks like over there where the uh the uh the street people were living in the bushes um what sort of crap they had there that caught on fire yeah it, you know i'm looking at it right now i'm i'm, I'm right on top of the hot okay. spot and again you guys don't want me to stoke the fire i misunderstood no. <laughs> there a little bit no no, no don't do that okay just wanted to make that clear uh yeah no there's all kinds of crap over here um 
matter of fact, I see a box. It looks like it could be, you know, any kind of shipment that someone didn't get. Right. I don't know no. what the heck that is. You don't, you don't uh, think the guy yeah. got that Amazon shipment, too, by the side of the highway? <laughs> yeah. In yeah. a ditch. <laughs> that guy was, the guy that showed up here, you know, at the beginning of the fire was so frantic and so concerned. And that, that's why right. I wanted to ask him, hey, what do you, where, what, what do you got over there? You know, what are you losing in this fire? And yeah. You know, he was acting as though he wasn't uh, involved. Hey, hey. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's an excellent point, Hanson. He did, because uh, Hanson was over there with the video before the show started. He did look like he was uh, personally very concerned about that particular fire. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what he has over there. Oftentimes, um, there's... Uh, uh, drug usage or creation, drug creation going on in some of these uh, camps, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, although meth is so cheap, I wouldn't go to the trouble. If yeah, you like, okay. I don't know. Good point. Hey, Hanson, does he appear to have an illegal cable hookup? Just curious. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell, Mike. But, he might uh, be stealing a Netflix his, password. His trunk was tethered with a bungee cord. so uh, That's an indication. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for the live report there, Hanson. Absolutely. Um, yes, indeed. We, the poor guy was afraid that totally legit Amazon shipment was going to burn up, and he was concerned. <laughs> yeah, the Amazon van shows. We're looking for guy with a beard in a ditch. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. Right here, do I have to sign? <laughs> Here's your shipment. I was tracking it, so I was, knew it was going to show up. Um, as you can see, we're using a comedic tone, but uh, this is really... <laughs> More angering than funny that we have let at least this part of the country go this direction where it's just so commonplace to have people living in the bushes with a bunch of stuff that they stole from whoever around here. And, uh, you know, they catch on fire and crimes get committed and dogs disappear and stuff like that. And everybody just puts up with it for some reason. Yeah, yeah, just because the left has sold this idea that, well, it's just people who are one check away from, uh, we're all one check away from this. You have a medical emergency. I'm not one check away from being a meth addict or a, a, a junkie or a fentanyl guzzing loser. That's our problem. We've got a giant drug problem. The legit people who can be helped are being helped. The junkie camps you see are not camps full of people who are one paycheck away from losing their insurance. They're junkies. No, it's the high rent. When rent gets too high, I know what I do. I live in the bushes and smoke meth. That's what I do when rent gets high. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Anywho, we should start the show officially. Um, that was an exciting little thing that happened right as we were going on the air. When Alex said there's a fire, I thought, oh, okay. And then we saw the video. It was a pretty good-sized fire. It's right here next to the parking lot. Insanity. Yeah. yeah. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it already get to be? Um, we're Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, May 19th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's set fire to the airwaves officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go precisely at Mark. Today, President Biden received a briefing on the upcoming hurricane season and talked about what the U.S. is doing to prepare for it. Biden was like, are you reading the news? My whole presidency has been hurricane season. (laughs) Biden's confident the U.S. will be prepared. He said, I'll know when the big hurricane's coming when my right knee starts aching. (laughs) a good joke 
was listening to some uh, pundits the other day on a podcast, and these are uh, like um, uh, hardcore uh, conservative, you know, red meat guys uh, really beating on Biden all the time, but saying legit he's had he's been dealt a particularly bad hand i mean he's handled the number of things poorly but he is he was he was handed a number of bad things uh inflation was going to happen no matter who was president they made it worse um uh, wrapping up the war in afghanistan was going to be a, a bad situation they made it worse uh new variants coming along you know not his fault but there there's a number of bad things that uh, that were baked in as he took office and then they've and then they've exacerbated them yeah i would agree uh, this happens to presidents i yeah. mean uh, and and the republicans i know are absolutely just uh, turgid with excitement that the general business cycle the the you know the way things go and always have gone is within a couple of years we ought to be uh, out of it probably right in time for a Republican to get elected in twenty twenty four and reap the benefits right. and take all the credit for it that's right. just the way politics work yeah well yeah everybody knew there was going to have to be a correction of some sort um, boy even if things were going well there was going to be a correction of some sort but the uh, the inflation so how about Target losing a quarter of its value yesterday. Walmart doing the same the day before. Um, all based on inflation and projections of how much money they're going to make. And supply chain problems still. I was at Target yesterday, and the Target is still way more like Mexico than the Target ever used to be in my life. Where there are shelves where, yeah, we got one of those, none of those, couple of those. We're back-ordered on those. There's just an awful lot of that going on. And that's not the way Americans are used to living, but that's the way it still is. Yeah, I've tried not to think about it too much as my retirement fund has gone from, hey, that's pretty good, to, oh, Lord. But it goes up, it goes down. A quarter of the value. And uh, stocks are down today, right? So after a big uh, big sell-off yesterday. So anywho, um, we got more on oh, that. Oh, hey, on. hey, speaking of Target, i got to bring you this story. Uh, you can still buy a Target, a, a chest-binding apparatus for your transgender girl, your adolescent transgender girl. What? Target selling that. Yes. I'm a Target stockholder. I don't know what you're talking about. I need to look into this. Um, so we got lots of stuff to talk about since we had the live bumfire report to open the show. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific. Yeah, we got to squeeze it in. Okay, all that stuff on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, we just reported live on a uh, hobo fire that started right behind the radio station where there was a homeless camp. Uh, we got a text, because the fire department showed up and put it out. We got a text, hey, have Hanson toss the bums a bar of soap so they can shower in the fire hose. Oh Man, that is not the sort of text we're taking, all right? So that person has been a blocked from that the text line. Irreverent at best. Elon Musk said some interesting things yesterday, uh, including declaring himself a Republican. Man, I, I don't I'm not sure he understands the mood of the country and the tribalism going on right now. 
But uh, anyway, we'll talk about that next segment. That would be the sort of thing somebody with Asperger's wouldn't understand, actually. Maybe Interesting. That. I was thinking about the, uh, the so I, I made a very dry joke. I hope anybody got it, that the wildfire was spreading like a mm, spreading. I just can't think of a metaphor. But if you're describing a squick, uh, quickly spreading wildfire, there is no metaphor you can use. Because things always spread like wildfires. Good point. It's spreading like a new variant of COVID. Uh, no, doesn't do anybody any good. Right. The wildfire is spreading quickly. You just got to go with straightforward, I guess. As a wordsmith, I think about these things. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, speaking of words of wisdom. Uh, Samuel Adams, the great uh, patriot, founding papa said this, uh, bah, bah, bah. let each citizen remember at the moment he is offering his vote that he is not making a present or a compliment to please an individual, or at least that he ought not to do so, but that he is executing one of the most solemn trusts in human society for which he is accountable to God and his country. Wow, that's taking your vote seriously. Yeah, and uh, and he went on to say, and the idea of sending out a bunch of ballots willy-nilly into the wilderness and then letting anybody bring a stack of them back will undermine the vote's integrity fatally. Joe is laying the groundwork for the argument that Dr. Oz's election has been stolen. Wait, what? Is that what you're doing? No. No. no that's what you're doing. Wow. That race wow. still too close to call, and Trump is encouraging Dr. Oz to declare victory. Oh, and if he Lord. loses, it's because they stole ballots. Please just play golf. Mailbag. Hey! Boz in Wichita writes, Guys, lighten up a little, please. You sound like two cheerleaders for a funeral. That was yesterday's show. Cheerleaders yeah. for a funeral? Guilty. Yeah. I like this note. It's a little longish. Maybe we can sprinkle in bonus mailbag throughout the day. Russ in Portland, Oregon writes... Greetings, gentlemen. Two points. First is, how is that you've been on the air for 20 years and I just found you recently? And he describes the circumstance. Ah, uh, tuned in for, to a different show, heard one of our Finishing Strong segments, immediately intrigued, now loves the show. Thank you, sir. Second point, how refreshing to hear some sanity amidst all the chaos. I don't agree with everything you gents say, but that's the beauty of freedom of speech. You can say something I disagree with, and I'm not going to start a riot outside your studio. I listen to Tucker Carlson almost daily. Today, you refer to him as a Fruit Loop. Uh, well, that was a lighthearted... Uh, uh, once in a while, he comes off as a... But anyway, I wouldn't go quite that far. That being said, I was quite taken aback by his reference to Dan Crenshaw as I Patch McCain. I found that quite over the line on many levels. Again, freedom of speech. I'm not boycotting him or his sponsors. I'm not going to protest outside Fox. Uh, da, da, da. That turn-off phrase seems... What happened to the term we can agree to disagree? That's a good point, my friend. Freedom of speech is good. God bless America. Good day, kind sirs. Good day to you, sir. Well done. That's how we've gotten every listener over 25 years. They accidentally tuned us in. <laughs> and think, are these guys given money to do this? <laughs> uh, let's see. That's it. We're kind of short for time. Uh, oh, Christo writes, I love this. Guys, I've had an idea for a while that the Republican Party should station representatives at the border. And if there's no chance of keeping the migrants from crossing the border, they should be handing them information about the Republican Party and helping them understand why it's in their best interests to support those values. Can you imagine how fast the border would close if every person crossing was turned into a Republican? <laughs> which uh, which it seems to be happening, actually. Uh, to a large extent, it really is. 
Uh, that's no excuse for open borders, but Christo, that is both clever and very funny. Thank you. Uh, more ba- mailbag to come. Lots of stuff to catch up on. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, you can get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the reality is uh, that, that Twitter at this point, you know, has uh, a very far left bias. Um, and I, I would classify myself as, as a moderate and you know, neither Republican nor, nor Democrat. Um, and in fact, uh, I have voted, voted overwhelmingly for Democrats uh, historically, overwhelmingly. Like, I've, I'm not sure I, I might never have voted for a Republican, just to be clear. Right. Um, now, now, this election, I will. Elon Musk saying he's never voted for a Republican. He, he, he may not have, but he, um, but he also, he tweeted out yesterday when he got further into the conversation about that. In the past, I voted Democrat. That was Elon Musk, if you didn't notice that. Yeah. 
Going to get us to Mars. Owns Tesla, the most valuable car company in the world. World's richest man, etc. Ah, et that Elon Musk. Yeah. Right. In the past, I voted Democrat because they were mostly the kindness party. But they have become the party of division and hate, so I can no longer support them and will vote Republican. Now watch their dirty tricks campaign against me unfold. Popcorn emoji. He is taking the whole... Every I've announced which side I'm on in a very tribal, bifurcated society, and he's going with the popcorn emoji. Won't it be fun to watch them try to take me down? You know, and he's the world's richest man. He certainly doesn't have to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> if he lost 90% of the money he has, he'd, he'd have more money than God. But... um he could have seriously hurt his businesses. I mean, seriously. If he if he just becomes seen as, you know, the way Chick-fil-A is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever tried to eat at a Chick-fil-A? The lines are so freaking long. <laughs> oh, yeah, it works You're really, be really. You're by the time you get there. <laughs> it works really, really well, but, it you know, it depends what your business model is. I assume sure. he wanted to say, and, well, this is slightly different in that Chick-fil-A wasn't primarily a sandwich for Democrats, when they decided to be out and proud Christians and everything like that, Tesla was primarily a car for upscale liberals. Yes, yes. When the that's owner true. of the company decides to come out and says, "You're all mean," I'm going to be a Republican from now on. You know what I think is going on with Elon? A couple of things. Number one, uh, I think he's principled. He actually uh, oh, lives I, yep. what he believes. Yep. I think and, he's and, just speaking what he what he believes. Yeah. And secondly, you know, during uh, weird turns in our career, or even before we got together when I was uh, working other jobs, I had a feeling, call it confidence or whatever, that, you know, if, if this goes sideways, I'll figure something out. Well, if I had Elon's brain, can you imagine? He thinks, well, if Tesla disappeared tomorrow, I'll invent a way to turn dirt into drinking water and become <laughs> the first zillionaire. You know, and it, so I don't think he worries about that stuff the way uh, non-super geniuses would. Oh, by the way, the stuff he's been saying about Twitter being way left-wing and everything, Project Veritas is out with their latest uh, series of videos in which uh, they talk to a couple of Twitter engineers and senior folks. And these people are, in, well, we could play, I'm not sure how great this audio is uh go ahead with 52 michael it's a fellow by the name of alex martinez who's a twitter exec these are the policies we put in place for misinformation or mislabeling media yeah it's going to be hard for him to be like oh because people should make their own decision it's like no but people don't know how to make a rational decision if you don't put out correct things that are supposed to be out in the public and then go with 54 real quick Advertisers are freaking out because the he because of what he's like tweeting about, like being like about free speech, yada yada yada. Like, who really knows what that even means? Yeah, who even knows what free speech is? And there was a different uh, engineer that they talked to uh, the other day. Those tapes came out. We ought to grab those. Uh, the guy says, "Oh my God, yeah, Twitter's way way left. I mean, we're we're commies. We're left, 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 left." Uh, what, can, what does he I... say? We don't even think of the business as capitalism. It's much more a socialist environment. That's weird how my whole life free speech was never up for grabs. It was like gravity. It was just, you know, we all agree with that. And we, all, we all know what it is, and we all agree with it. Yeah, I mean, that's, of course. It's not even up for the debate. Yeah. All of a sudden, it is. Apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it does not take a towering intellect or a Supreme Court scholar to understand the limitations on free speech. Terroristic threats, screaming fire in a crowded theater, and, and uh, advocating the forceful overthrow, the, the violent overthrow of the government. I mean, that's it. That's it. I understood those as a 10-year-old. 
And yet now, well, nobody knows what free speech is. You know, it's not free speech if it's hate speech. Oh, please. Some ideas are so dopey only an intellectual could hold them. Hey, we mentioned the economy. The stock market took a big plunge again yesterday. If, uh, Target lost a quarter of its value. Walmart has done the same this week. A bunch of retailers have. Um, uh, worst day since 1987 for those two big companies. Now, that's that, remember Black Monday back in 1987? I barely do. I didn't have any money at the time, so it didn't have any effect <laughs> on me. But, you know, when they start talking about the biggest drop since 1987, that means more than when they say, this is the worst day the Dow has had since last June. I mean, I, I always laugh at those. Right. Um, but this is worth remembering, as we've been on a roll for quite a while. The S&P 500, one of your big indexes, while it was, it's been, it's down almost twenty percent for the year. Oof. Uh, so if I had extra money laying around, now would be the time to jump in, I think. But uh, over the past five years, it's still up sixty-five percent over five years. Sixty-five percent over five years. But I liked it better before it went down twenty percent. <laughs> well, of course you did. And if you and if you got in last week, well, woe is you, I guess. But, um, well, that's and, why you don't look at it when it's down and fixate on it. You don't look at it when it's up and fixate on it. Just steady as she goes, Captain. Right. And the Financial Times, uh, they had uh, an analyst making the point that it looks like, um, you know, your stores like Target and Walmart, that sector is no more immune to the ups and downs than uh, the tech stocks, which have been going up and down like crazy. And... Th- th- how did anybody expect inflation to be what it is? And at some point, you know, the chickens not come home to roost. Everybody is recognizing this and is going to start buying less and everything is more expensive and blah, blah, blah. And supply chain problems and everything else. By the way, a, a, num- a number of sectors are going to be impacted in different ways. It mentioned uh, in one of the business articles I was reading how Netflix and other streaming services are being affected. Their stocks have gone down so much that there's a major pullback at Netflix on how much they're going to be spending on content. They're entering Mm -hmm. what they're calling a new age of austerity in Netflix and all of streaming services. So those really super cool, they looked like major motion picture TV shows that we're all enjoying now and then. Those days are over. You're going to have, you know, a, a guy in a cardboard box uh, 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 written on to look like a car. <laughs> yeah, the last season of Peaky Blinders is just going to be two English guys shooting at each other every single week. Different settings, different, you know, Well, with reasons, their fingers, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, you think about it, you know, in times like these and keeping in mind, you know, the policymakers, the feds, the tools they use to to slow inflation, which uh, is like a bum fire in the economy. We just had a bum fire right by the radio ranch earlier, if you're just tuning in. Anyway, uh, the tools they use to, to tamp down inflation consist mostly of just choking off the economy and putting you under so much financial pressure, you don't spend as much money. So, oh, goody for that. But if you think about, you know, you have to buy the necessities, and then you got your next level stuff. Air conditioning insurers heck be nice, uh, you know, for instance, in hotter climates. And But then you get out to that second or third or seventh streaming service. Right. Oh, man, I'm running one of those. I'm thinking, oh, boy, let's do some cutbacks. Yeah. Well, and that's a problem. So their content is going to get cheaper, which probably means worse. And then you just you don't need to, your streaming services much with the then there are no new shows coming on that you really like. 
you know, it's going to be more bum fights and my 1,200-pound life and that sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> the cheap, cheap reality shows. My 1,200-pound life. I, uh, I, I, I was very pleased. I tied my record low weight for the last year this morning in spite of having a big old hamburger last night. Hamburgers are good. Hamburgers are not overrated. No. No. Oh, no, great, you didn't put, Scott. You didn't put cheese on it, though. Not a cheeseburger. Oh, it was a cheeseburger. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I always have cheese on hamburgers, so I don't even call them cheeseburgers. Right. Right. It's a both, given. <laughs> both my kids eat, uh, they have, uh, when we go to uh, anywhere, they get cheeseburgers plain. They, they don't like anything on it. Hmm. No mustard or ketchup or anything. Well, their taste will change as they age. We had a delightful, like, pepper something aioli on our burgers. Isn't pepper onion aioli. Oh, so good. Yeah, I have, uh, I usually have um, uh, catsup. Is that the way you pronounce it? <laughs> and I put, I put that on there and maybe some French's mustard. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, we I call them hamburgers, cheeseburgers, but we can't afford beef anymore, so they're ground-up raccoon. Uh, but it was surprisingly tangy. <laughs> oh, R- raccoons, which I now reflexively refer to as trash pandas, since my, trash daughter, pandas. my daughter taught me that term. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we should probably talk about serious, depressing things. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what we get paid for, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? It, it, this is both significant and delightful. The The pause button has been hit on the uh, the Office of Disinformation Management or whatever, they, the Bureau of Misinformation. Um, and the, <laughs> the explanation for it and the follow-ups are unintentionally very, very funny. Oh, I want to hear that. Here's one thing I learned yesterday that I wanted to throw in. So I tweeted out a picture from the gas pump yesterday. The gas pump turned off at $100, as it always does, and I was able to get 17 gallons of gas in my truck, couldn't even fill it up. And I tweeted out, hey, gas stations, readjust your pump because $100 doesn't get you much anymore. Several Twitter responders pointed out it's not the gas station, it's your credit card. I had Mm -hmm. no idea of that. The credit card put a limit on, with the credit limit I've got on my credit card, you're limiting my gas to $100 a time. That's interesting. But anyway, so I guess you got to call your credit card if you want to be able to fill up your car. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Well, it's because so many people steal credit cards, then do the scam where they go to the gas station and say, I'll fill up your tank for 20 bucks. And people are like, hell yeah, they give you a 20, you but use that stolen I've credit card. all kinds of ridiculous, irresponsible purchases with that credit card over the years. All kinds of them. It's amazing that the only, and some of them, ridiculous amounts of money. The only one that they limit is gas? That's the only one? That just seems because of the Because of the scam. Nobody stands at like a jewelry store and says, I'll give you a Rolex for uh, $500. <laughs> Okay, so I got to call the credit card company because you can't you can't even fill up your tank for a hundred dollars. You can't even get close. My, my SUV, which has a thirty five gallon tank, you can fill up half the tank before the, the the thing shuts off. Or do what normal people do: go stand in the long line at the convenience store and stand there and write a check. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'd like to fill up here. Here's a check for forty dollars now. And two minutes later, you're still <laughs> writing. Everybody uh, behind you wants to murder you. So we're going to catch you up on a whole bunch of stuff. Stay with us. It's all in the way. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. That's Scary Poppins, aka Nina Jankowitz, who <laughs> headed up the world's shortest lived federal agency, the Disinformation Bureau, or whatever they called it. Uh, it's been uh, paused. Uh, Hanson, hit your cue speaker, would you? Ah, durr. Uh, it's been paused by the administration, <laughs> which means uh, everybody pointed out how stupid it was, so we had to end it. Uh, a couple of angles on this I find very, very amusing. First of all, the WAPO in reporting the pause of the Disinformation Governance Board. The headline is, How the Biden Administration Let Right-Wing Attacks Derail Its Disinformation Efforts. Oh, boy. 
And I thought, oh, my God, what a disingenuous and, and crazy left headline. And then I saw the article was written by the vicious Maoist hatchet person who's tried to ruin so many common people's lives because she doesn't like what they tweet. Taylor Lorenz, the faux journalist, vicious doxer, who for some reason is drawing a paycheck from uh, the, the uh, Washington Post. Anyway, the angle of the article is that uh, uh, 33-year-old pregnant woman, Nina Jankowitz, was asked to head this up as a vaunted expert in the field of disinformation. They, they mentioned she was pregnant like that was a relevant factor? She actually did at one point, as criticism was starting to mount, she said, look, I'm just a... Uh, a pregnant American woman who's trying to strike a blow for the truth. Uh, that's interesting. You're uh, gestating fetus while I wish you and the baby nothing but health and happiness. Got nothing to do with this. So just just unvarnished bull ass. But anyway, so this Taylor Lorenz monster <clears throat> goes on and on about how these uh, the only criticisms were sexist, and, and right-wing anger nuttiness over the idea of a law enforcement department deciding what's true and what's not. So anyway, uh, Peter Ducey, who had a big day at the White House yesterday, uh, asked the new uh, and soon-to-be former press secretary, KJP, about this. Um, I think he, he puts it as well as anybody could. Clip number 31, Michael. So if it's pausing because you think the board was mischaracterized, then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation? Is that what's happening here? Look, I mean, the the board was put forth for a purpose, right? To make sure that we really did a, a, uh, really did address what was happening across the country when it came to disinformation. And it's okay it's all, right now, but no, it's, it's just going it's it's going to pause. There's been a mischaracterizations from outside uh, outside forces. <laughs> so. <laughs> The disinformation board has to shut down because of disinformation. Well, they, people said things about it that weren't true, and so then, we're shutting it down. And then the White House right there is spreading disinformation about the reality of it, because everybody right. knows that's a lie. Right, because it was ill-conceived and indefensible. Yeah, it's not a pause. You've canceled it. So you're lying about the canceling of the disinformation board. Mm. And then Nina Jankowitz, who uh, is the leading expert in the field, as Glenn Greenwald pointed out, what the hell is an expert in disinformation anyway? This woman has participated in every single progressive piece of widespread disinformation in the last five years. She was up front in uh, Trump colluded with Russia. The Hunter Biden laptop is fake. There is zero chance the, the Chinese bat fever came out of a lab. I mean, she has been a warrior for disinformation. And when her idiotic Orwellian bureau is shut down, what does Miss Jankowitz herself say? Clip number 30, please. Women should not be involved in government. They cannot be trusted. The real reason she's angry is because no chads would hit it and stick with it. Those are just two of the thousands of abusive tweets I've received over the past couple of months. Unfortunately for women in politics, journalism, academia, or basically any time when we express an opinion while female, that is not the exception. It's the norm. Okay, so while that sort of, you know, tweet is is idiotic, she is saying women, they speak up and we get attacked. And that's why I'm being attacked like this, because I'm a woman. 
not the idea that a government agency that decides what's true and what's not is is anti-American as anything could get? Well, yeah, especially when it's embedded in a law enforcement agency and run by a person who has aggressively engaged in the very thing she claims to be policing. Yeah, that I makes mean, it it's, ex- it's 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 comedy piled on tragedy. It makes it extra crazy, obviously. But there's not a human being alive that you could put in that position. I mean, it, that's that right. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, like I say, that's the comedy part. The tragedy is that the idea uh, was hatched at all when, I mean, that 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 the idea of, of, for instance, they trotted out, look, if Mexican drug cartels are saying the borders are open, come into the U.S., well, we need a special bureau to battle that. That's, that's insanity. No, well, uh, there's so many examples you could use that, that the whole thing falls apart very quickly. And, you know, you've heard a lot of them. We've, we've spotted a lot of them. But how about... The recent days of the inflation. The, the White House regularly says Putin's price hike. Inflation was caused by the war in Ukraine. Even CNN has called that out. The Washington Post has called that out. It's ridiculous. Inflation was going crazy before the war in Ukraine. We all know that. But so would would the Bureau of Disinformation have jumped on those White House statements right away and say, no, that's, that's disinformation. That's actually not true. Inflation was not caused by Ukraine. Inflation was here. So, yeah, obviously it, it doesn't work. It's a bad idea. Well, given the critical importance of fiscal responsibility, Biden claiming that he's reduced the deficit more than any other president. I mean, that's dangerous disinformation. That's outright lying. So I'm sure Scary Poppins was ready to jump on that one. Um, We got a lot more on the way, man. There was, a, there was an abortion hearing yesterday with some crazy things said. Maybe we'll play that for you an hour or two at some point. If you missed an hour, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.